Hey, Chi, does it really bother you that I'm wearing my shoes in your house? <sighs> I just really wish you'd have brought the lion. All right. Let's see what I got. I've got... All right, here we go. I'm going to come in. I'm going to get on an animal. I can find the button. There we go. Now I'm on a buffalo. Are you happy? Do buffaloes blow? I guess so. Yes, they do. You happy now? I'm sitting on a fucking CG buffalo that's really impressive that everyone can see that's in this room. Uh, let me totally let me there. let me try this uh, Jack and the Beanstalk book. Oh shit! Fucking giant beast. Now you damaged our roof. Oh, I think that we've created more. Pro- I, I hope. I think we've created more Fuck, problems than solutions. That. There's a giant yeah, beanstalk yeah. in our. That's in the our funny roof. thing is, if a roof did get damaged, it would be you fixing it. Right? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. God damn it! I'm well, just wondering what I've already the people... been up there three times this summer. <laughs> Fuck off! Meanwhile, the people upstairs were like, "Holy shit, are they growing pot down there?" No, there's an actual roof above this. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. while you're fixing that, let's cue the roll call. Stop! Push the button. We are live! Mike! Zenkaigan! Connect! Loading! Broadcast! Tempered Zeal! Bluecaster! Super Ichi! Loud and Impulsive! Craycaster! Late! Power of Anime runs through my veins! Crimson Caster, Joe Raven. Quick on the draw and draw on the quick. Um, uh, Red Caster, Savage Fox. Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. On air. Welcome to episode 311 of Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Does someone have the Pokemon of the week? Uh, yeah, it's episode crewmate. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Decker! Wow. Go up! Go I up. saw it. It's episode crewmate. Which I call Greymate. It's it's episode Plusle. Yeah. Helping Hand is a really fucking shitty move. It does nothing. Yeah, and you only have one of them. It's really <laughs> Raven's glaring at you. Oh, I know. It's probably useful in competition. But Raven's like, like Raven's like. But literally, if you find a lone plusle and it just starts doing helping hand, it does nothing because it doesn't do anything in singles. It's a doubles move. It's like you did not come into Itchy's house I, and throw some poke poke. I do like I do like when a Pokemon yeah, uses helping hand because I, I just like the. Yeah, Lane is filled with Pokemon shade. You use today. it in doubles. Because it doesn't do fuck all in singles. <laughs> anyway, for those who are listening to us for the first time, we are uh, a pairing of Plusles and Minons that get together every week <laughs> to talk about Kamen Rider <laughs> and Super Sentai and a third thing. Oh, God, what am I starting? Oh, by the way, Itchy. <laughs> you keep asking every week. Now it's a thing. I know. Itchy, by the way, uh-huh. are we feeling hungry? Like maybe we're too lazy to cook at home? You know what the funny thing is? Now that you said that, I actually am hungry. Well, you know what we should do? We should call Wahlburgers. <laughs> Can we order those through Skip the Dishes? No, no, you can't actually. We should Fuck! go there. Well, well, I'm joking. You actually can. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> to Wendy's. And you all can do that using the code in our description. Yay! Yeah, boy, that. <laughs> Here's at least the. Wendy's I have a lot. I have a lot to fucking say about Wahlburgers, man. That you'll have to save that for the burger podcast. Yep. 
Um, cool, let's get into it. Yeah. So, before we get into episode two, uh, Raven and Tom, you weren't here last week. Would you like to give us your thoughts on episode one of Comrade Saber? Uh, I thought it was okay. Uh, I liked, I thought the characters were okay. I really liked the, uh, uh, the female, in the female May. May. Yeah. May. Uh, I liked that he actually swung his sword around. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know. I thought the henshin was pretty much, it was like just such flat CG. And it was one of those things where it's like, I, I, I think. Of course it was, it's flat. They're books. I know, but. <laughs> I, fuck. But it's Fuck like reasoning, <laughs> but it's like I don't know. It's just like I'm not excited about it. Okay, it's just I don't know. It's like I I am not I'm not into it yet. I don't I I like it. I don't love it yet. Raven, I'm about in the same boat. Uh, my thought on my thoughts on the first episode is a lot of. There's some interesting stuff going on. I haven't quite decided... Like, I'm in, I'm watching. I'm not sure if I'm, like, liking this or not just yet. It, this, the CGI in episode one threw me right the fuck off. It really did. Uh, episode two was better. I was about to say, everyone's opinions are making me kind of want to... I know. Yes, I have the sword uh, driver already. If it'll make you happy, Ichi. I considered episode two to kind of be the in or out episode, and for me, I'm in because like that's just, good because like <laughs> I'm not getting anything in the toy line at least right now because there's nothing that interests me. You say while holding Jack into Dumbledore. You Oki. gave this to me in exchange for me paying for your copy of the fucking Mario. That game. was your offer. Yeah. So technically I didn't pay for this. You just you, did it because you said you wanted a Wonder Ride book to have. Yeah, because they're cute and small. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. The, uh... Okay, I just want to bring your attention to what somebody put in my retort. Uh, their retort was, get on, uh, go up, go up. Get on the bike, we're going to Burger King. Gets then, on the line. No, 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 that's not mine. Okay, keep going. Okay, so, no, no, sorry. It's going to, wait, uh, we're going to Burger King. Pan down to the bottom. Keep going, keep going. PK is okay. <laughs> like the, uh, anyway. Did you uh, have anything else to say about episode one? Yeah, uh... We have all all of the faces of the week in one episode. Oh, yeah, God. Kinda. She is very pretty. Did I enjoy her face. make a collage of May? Yeah. Oh, my God. But she, the, my opinion of May so far is she's cute when she's not screaming her bloody throat out. I, yeah. I, I, that but I really don't. It's, it's, it's a little thing I like to call Jackie Burkhart syndrome. I don't, it doesn't bother me as much as some people screaming. I'm it, kinda... Honestly, uh, first episode was K. I was okay with it. Uh, we'll get into my feelings on episode two when we actually start talking about it. We're talking about it now. Well, we're, we're just bridging into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, it's... uh, yeah, no, altogether, there's just one gripe I have, and it's all on me, and I don't know how many other people have this issue, but I'm totally going to mispronounce, mis misname the main character repeatedly. Toma? Yes. Why? It's not, it's not, it's not that part of his name I'm gonna fuck up. Kamiyama? Yeah, I'm gonna be calling him Kamijo a lot. Just heads up. I don't get it. I don't, okay, so here's... 
Okay, ironically, I liked episode one more than episode two. Oh, weird. I'm the because opposite. episode one, yes, you had the setup. The setup is always kind of like slow, but it's like when he fought for the first time. Yes, or he, yes, he it was is. swinging the sword around. He was fucking doing like sword forms, and it was a really great simplistic fight. And I understand that the CG was supposed to be spectacular, but it kind of took me out of it. I'm just like, yeah, the CG is pretty good, but it's just ridiculous. And in the second episode, there was virtually no sword fighting. They were just going What are you talking about? Blades had plenty of sword fighting. Yeah, but most of it was like CG stuff. Like, he didn't do anything really impressive. Like, he just kind of pulled out the sword, kind of tacked a couple of numpties, and he didn't do anything impressive. Well, this was him show... We'll get into it, but the, just, the short version is this was him showing Toma all the different kind of attacks that they're Yeah, and it's just like, I, I was just like, I, I want them to do fucking sword fighting. I feel like there will, we're still in the introduction phase of the show. I feel like there will be more. I, I don't know. I thought the first episode was pretty good. Second episode, I was bored. I, this is not in response to you. I've just been waiting for my turn because I will stay calm compared to last week's episode, but... Oh my god, I am so in! We all knew it was gonna happen. You should have seen his ride boner. We know. Kinda. We know. That's a new coin, uh, 2020. I watched the raw of the episode last Saturday. I watched it until it was raw. I watched the sub Sunday morning. He was submissive. I extracted 16 new wallpapers from this episode. Wallpapers all over the floor. Holy... Shit! I am so in! I love Rintaro, I love Kamen Rider Blades, I love the story, I love fucking everything. I'm, I know that not everyone's gonna agree with me, but I don't care, because my love will eclipse everyone else's hate! I will carry this show on my back for the next year! I'm so happy for you. Like, literally, guys, Ichi's become me this year. And I'm it's, okay it's, with it, this. It's amazing. I'm usually the guy who's like, oh my... Like, to, to quote Chester A. Bum here, oh my god, you great job I've ever seen in my life. I love that they just, like, carry their drivers around like actual sheathed swords. I fucking love this sword. I love this sheath. I love the books. It's just so good. And, like, this episode... Holy shit, it's like watching cutscenes from a fucking JRPG! Kage really nailed it last week. On PS3. You know what? That's fair. <laughs> I'm no, but I'm honestly gonna say, like, people were like, oh my god, we just fucking I'm like, guys, this is the best amount of special effects Toei's fucking produced. These are the kind it's of impressive. C This is the kind of CG writer usually saves for its movies. They made all this shit in, like, Unreal Engine, apparently. So Everyone was like, like, oh, it's gonna be all magic and fantasy again, and then we get episode two with a fucking highway chase. Okay. We need to start over and go in order. So, holy shit. The episode one ended with Rintaro riding into the shop on his lion. And we thought this was going to be a suspicious, like, intimidation thing. But then it turns out Rintaro is just a goofy fucking good boy dork because he doesn't know how Earth customs work. I'm going to say so this. I'm going to say this right now. So I was originally last week I was going to go start doing, like, the Zeus face of the week. But then, like, fucking Rintaro is such, like, a smug-ass motherfucker. And I... I <laughs> <laughs> I will! <laughs> uh, yeah, Ishii's totally sipping hard for Blades. Um, and I was just like, 
You know what? No, I need to redo this. So I, for for Ichi because he loves Blade so much, I'm gonna have a Rintaro face of the week. It can be so, whoever. It doesn't so, have so, to be. So no, I have the speaker too. So there's episode one, <laughs> and then literally the thing that just I saw him make this fucking expression. Oh yeah, and, and we, I went and I just went this motherfucker. I'm I like, just my said, God. when I was watching it, I said, man, he is he has a very pretty face, and then that happened. I was like, until just now. <laughs> okay, so he walks in on his ch- mechanical magic lion, and we think this is going to be him intimidating him. But no, it just turns out that, oh, I read that in Earth culture, it's rude to wear your shoes indoors. <laughs> so you thought to walk in on a magic lion? Yep. I'm like, that's worse. <laughs> oh, man. I love this guy. He is like an absolute, like... Completely ignorant, good boy, try hard, and I want all year to be filled with him doing really stupid, suspicious stuff like this that makes it seem like he's secretly a bad guy, but then it just turns out, no, he's just an idiot who is just a real good boy. He's just a dorky tourist. Yeah! Like, he's on vacation on Earth and he has no idea what to do. But he's brave and brave wasn't a tool. Exactly. Yeah, no, like, I and I made, like, a tweet, like, earlier this week where I just, like, b- posted a picture of, like, a Gomorite card with Brave on it, and I'm like, this was this was supposed to be Ichi's favorite writer of all time. Then Ichi just went into a full description of why Here's he Here's a fucking he, essay he, on why that isn't the why case. Why I don't like Brave, and I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> just so, like, he was a knight, he was a video game-themed writer, like... Right? Fuck! Based off powered by RPGs? Only half the stars were aligned. Yeah. But here, it's pretty across the board. So he walks in and goes, uh, can you please hand over that Wonder Ride book? You're in danger. Like, a lot. And Tom was like, I'm in danger! No. Tom was like, no, fuck you, I'm gonna use it. Alright! And Rintaro promptly responds with, cool, in that case, come with me, I'll teach you how to fight. You know come what, you know me, what that almost was? You'll see. You know what that almost was? I, uh, in my opinion, that was actually one of the subtle story parts I liked of this episode, where it's like, he was intending the entire time to be like, this guy, we probably need him. Yeah. We need all the help we can get. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to, like, take him... Yeah, I want to make sure for my own like like um, morals that I gi- that I give him and that I, I try to to give him the chance. I'm not gonna walk up and go, "All oh, you are the hero." Of Come with me if Come you want to live, or else the world yeah. will end. I want to give you a choice. You want to be here, or do you not? Okay, you want to help people? Perfect. That's Come a- join us. That's actually genius because mm. there's way too many stories where like the protagonist is like the chosen one and just gets thrust into stuff and doesn't really have much. Meanwhile, to say. in this case, now he's Thomas. No, I'm probably. in, bro. Thomas still probably the chosen one from the half of the shit happening in this yeah. episode. But you know, I gotta say, fucking Toma, man, like the 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 facial expressions this guy has been fucking making are just like he's gold. having a lot of fun. Like, like, actor, like the actor's like, having a fucking ball, and I didn't expect him to be like as expressive as he is, and like. When he gets serious, he gets really fucking serious, and I'm just oh, yeah. like, wow. I think one of my big problems is is just um, how fast it kind of transitions from thing to thing without giving you much actual exposition. Like, he shows up, hey, you know, there's some stuff going on, you know, we're the part of this thing. Oh, hey, now we're with this person. This is our mentor. Hey, gotta go. 
You know, oh, now yeah, a, why did she just fuck off? Yeah, I made, a joke. I made a joke when we were watching. A, if you excuse me, I got to go take a shit. <laughs> but I mean, maybe it's because um, we got like kind of spoiled uh, from Zero One, where Zero One literally threw exposition out like it was fucking candy. Yeah. Like it literally. And the thing is, like, I don't know if it's a good thing or not, because, okay, so... You get a too much exposition. I felt the X eight had way too much exposition, and a lot of it was content. Well, it's in the name. Yeah, um, but exactly. But I mean, <laughs> like, we're. Exi- uh, but the thing is, sometimes you know, just making the audience kind of figure stuff out. But the thing is, if you do that too much, you you go on to what Ryu Soldier did, which they didn't tell you anything. Yeah, and there was nothing there. And it's the thing is, like, you see these bad guys all hanging out. You see, I want. They really need now to sit down and just throw some fucking plot at us. Yeah. Like, there, there was a very, very brief mention of the villain's motivation, and that's that they want to recreate the Book of Creation. And this touches back to what we talked about in episode one, where yeah. they want to, quote-unquote, remake the world the way they see it. So we're, we're starting to get some hints on what the villains It's one of those things want. where it's like, you know what? I, I would say this is like a really nice, like a really nice fucking Sunday. It looks really great, but then you realize that there's, like, you know, like, the bowl is curved and it's not. Like, they, we need to find the fucking, like, fruit in the middle. Like, the fruit at the bottom of the yogurt. A lot of people say this episode was very fast-paced, and I get that. But I feel like they're giving us just enough plot yeah. and just enough action yeah. at, in these two episodes to keep it interesting exciting but also compelling because they're not telling you enough to explain all the questions yet but it's just enough to get you going to know why they're running around doing this i think i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying that like they need to throw in some some plot let's let's keep in mind that this is a show that's going to extend over about 50 episodes i know but I mean, like, it's just like it's right now. It's all flash, no filling. Like, you know, like it's just no substance. And I am looking for the substance kicking yeah. in. Is what I'm going I'm, to. I am confident that it will come because episode yeah. the first two episodes are introducing us I to know. the concepts of the Seiken and mm-hmm. the Megiddo. I know. So, but the thing is, my point is, I'm withholding my judgments. You know, right now because yeah. I'm still like I wasn't really feeling it, and I'm thinking it's because I'm waiting for that other shoe to fall. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Rintaro, his phone, which uh, is both a smartphone and later turns into his vehicle, we, we hear it go, gathering, 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 which is a, a pun by itself because gathering and ring. Yes. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Uh, so he gets a call from his, uh, his employer and then promptly opens a book gate in this one shelf in the corner of the store, which I guess... Which which Toma never gets back, because that's just permanently adorned. I guess whatever like. books are there, were, were in that shelf, are just gone now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he lost a fuck... He lost a fucking... I don't know what it's going to be. I, I imagine there's probably store. other employees that work in the shop, maybe, or like maybe like a kid's there. It's like It, it looks small enough that I think Toma just runs yeah. it by himself. So it's like, kid's like, I'm, look, I'm looking for the Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Oh yeah, it's over on the shelf in the corner. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> oh shit, I forgot. The, oh the wait, portal. that was the portal door. It's like, well, kid got his wish. I did love that. Uh, what's his name? Blue. Uh, like he just like kind of like steps in. And he kind of gets in this flying pose and he's flying and fucking like. Thomas like, ah! like shit. Thomas like experiencing the opening to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air over here. Yeah, or like he's gone inverted. Yeah. 
There's a lion, a witch in the wardrobe. It's close enough. Sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Lion Senki is basically halfway between that and Lion King, whatever you want to call it. Um, so yes, they go to the Sword of Logos base, which is apparently in the fucking North Pole. Oh, but we forgot to mention the best thing, so Fortress apparently... of Solitude? What? Right? So, like, Rintaro asked, like, Toma to come with him. But oh, yeah. Like, looks over at May. You're gonna stay here. Oh, okay, he just looks down, he notices, like, a like a pastry on the, on a plate, and he's just looking at it, and May's like, oh, like can, he's I, hypnotized uh, can by I, it. like, persuade you to fucking, like, to take me with you? And then he just... See his face, and he just like goes like, like but you hear like a lion noise. Put it on the screen there. He, he snaps back to his senses, and I just I, <laughs> that that was so fucking funny. The lion noise when he snaps back to his senses was so good. Like, can we have more of that? Yeah. So like, what's been grabbing me for this show is just like how like like the the atmosphere and like the dynamic is yeah. like really good. Their interactions are entertaining. Yeah, exactly. Like and. What was that even that he was looking at on the plate? I think it was a muffin. Yeah, I think it was a muffin. Yeah, it was a muffin. Um, so as no, they... As... That's, uh, that's actually is a pastry. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Muffins so, are pastry. So as they spiral into the book verse, we get the actual opening for Saber. I fucking love that song, man. Oh yeah, it's 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 a it's 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 fire. Like literally like the lines words to save this world. Every time yeah. I hear that I'm just like, oh, that's so, like, so cool. It's like the saber in my hand. Like it's just pen to write it down. Yeah. Words to save this world. Yeah, it's 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 you know, and it's it's look, he kinda reminds me a little bit of, of O's, where O's is like it's upbeat and it's fun, but it kinda goes with it and it sets a really good it makes tone. You, makes you feel which is good. funny because this is the ten year anniversary of O's. Yeah. Uh, when the thing is like you know, for this show, if it stays kind of lighthearted, that would probably be good. Like, the thing that I liked about O's is that O's had fun the whole time. Like, it was a fun, yeah. fun series. Mm-hmm. Not without being, like, comedic and silly like like Deno. But, uh... Um, but I, lo- I loved in the opening when they show Rintaro. He's, like, looking at a book and turns the camera. Oh, hi, I didn't see you there. It was, like, the opening from an 80s TV show. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. But What's like, Blue's name again? Rintaro. Rintaro. Um... I like the ending song far better, and I think that should have been the opening. Which someone did put that song in the there opening. There have been several versions. Yeah. Um, but what we got, I think the song comes off as very peaceful and like, we're starting a journey, come along with us. Which is weirdly kind of fitting, I think. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I'm reacting the same way I did to Build's opening. It's a good song, but it didn't feel right necessarily. I don't know. Build's song grew on Whereas, me, like, it's like, kind of the opposite. Like, with... with in, in Build, when that fucking... Sh- like, when, like, something's happening and you're like... And it kicked in. I was like, fucking do it. Yeah, yeah, no. By the end of it, I was totally on board. But what I mean is, when Build started, my thought was... It's a great song. I don't think it fits the theme of the show. This is the opposite, where I don't like the song as much, but I think it fits the show. I'm just not fond of the opening theme at all. I feel like the visuals could have been better for the opening. (laughs) I I feel like we should have had more put into the visuals of the opening. I think that, like, I think there's going to be a lot of other riders in it. Oh, yeah. According to what we've read, there's going to be, like, ten riders. So So I think that's, like, the very... What do you think of this issue? Kidding. No, but I, I, 
I think this 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 picture also like here's to like that 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 meme where it's like the girl. I bet he's thinking about other girls right now. Just see retarded Larry looking at the pastry. Okay, somebody in the chat. Somebody in the chat. I want you. You know that picture of like the guy looking at the other girl when he's walking with the one girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you put like Rintaro's head on and, and like, then the pastry, like the pastry on like the woman's head and then like the girlfriend's just yeah yeah <laughs> or put whoever you you or think may, is like May. Yeah, like May, or even even Toma, uh, yeah, Toma. or the lion. <laughs> like, oh, okay, somebody please make that. So I want to quickly just get into something because, like, Ichi, I've been talking to Ichi about this like all fucking week, and I've been it, like, sorry, is this still the opening or is this something else? No, it's something else. Okay, before we go into something else, I just want to make a wild prediction here mm-hmm. because the name of the theme song is Almighty. Yeah. I'm gonna call it that his final form will be called Almighty. Also, I'm calling it his final form is going to be like a fucking giant book. Yes, that takes. I know it's going to be a book that takes up all three slots because I'm looking at the sword driver, and when you, the the little tabs that separate the different book slots can pull forward as if something fits into all the slots. Yeah, yeah. Calling it. Yep. Let's get a giant. Let book. me see. Let me see. The saber in my hand. And you're ready to. I, I assume you've got different ones that go. Yes, I have the saber emblem, which is in my room. Yeah, my hand, like, I love the look of it. Like, I love hand. It barely fits your hand. Yeah. I, I love I love hand guards. I draw them on swords all the time. But yes. I mean, like, I could get, like, fucking three fingers in here. My hand barely fits. Now, the funny thing is, is, like, if you take it off, there's actually plenty of handle. Like, because yeah. they've got the extra nub and I can put my pinky up on it. Yeah. But, I mean, this is, like, this is, I feel like I need to spread butter with this thing. All right, you were saying like um so like as people are well aware of like this 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 show's theme and gimmick it's not really my cup of tea and like you know I'm not really big on like all these writers having swords and stuff so then it just came to like I also made like the joke about like oh I'd love there to be car rider gun and then I was thinking about it like more like strongly and I just I was like no that's what I'm waiting for in this show. I'm waiting for a Ryder to fucking show up and he brings a gun to a sword fight. <laughs> like, legit, just... That's all he uses um, the whole show is a gun. Um, uh, didn't, didn't Horby do that? Not Horby. Uh, Jen do that? Yeah. Like, a lot? <laughs> sure. But like literally, he pulled out a fucking Glock in the first episode. Yeah. No, but I mean like a legit, An actual, like, like gun, like no, belt. not a gun blade or something like that. Or he gets a sword weapon later to like kind of be an equal with them. I just want him the whole time. He just uses a fucking gun. You no, know, wait, 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 wait. You mean like Vulcan? Yeah. No, but see, that 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 was in a show where they all all the writers use different weapons. Uh, this like- is a this is a show called Common Rider Saber, and from the looks of it, the like six riders we've seen so far all use so swords. Want- so, so what he's asking for is Common Rider Garen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that sounds reasonable. Yeah. Like I and, no, you know what wait, it is, Mitchy. Yeah. Um. So Sword of Logos is an international organization. They've said. I think what they would do if there is going to be a gun user is he needs to be American and he needs to be a vigilante who has rejected the ways Sword of Logos operates. I want this. I want just him to come in. Bam. Good done. Dummy <laughs> saber in like fucking one shot. So that's what I'm you waiting character. for. I'm waiting. <laughs> I am waiting for an eventual rider to show up with only a gun. He only uses fucking ranged <laughs> weapons the whole fucking show. And just just to like fully <laughs> nail the like no. And and you know what would make that even funnier? I think we talked about this last week, but 
whereas the other writers use books that they place in their belts, he needs to have a touchscreen that has e-books yeah, on like it. Yeah, like it's a Kindle. He uses like e-readers and shit. Who it's are a you? gun with a touchscreen on it. Who are you? I am Common And Com- when- wait, wait, wait. Who are you? I am Common Rider Glock. <laughs> I like Glocks. Um, but no, and when this writer shows up, if he does, I will 100% back him. Yeah, I know you will. For sure. So I... <laughs> I am oh, movie writer. That's a possibility too. And like he fucking I, puts like mm. Blu-rays in there. But yeah, I just want a writer to show up and bring a gun to a sword fight, like with these that, all these. That sword seems writers. pretty on brand for Common Rider. I mean, we were talking in the Discord about how many writer series in the last twenty years have had like, gunplay. His debut, and the answer is all but four. And like his debut shows up, like the saber riders are fucking around, and then you just see like a fucking shot come out of nowhere and fucking snipe one of them. They don't know where the fuck he came from. <laughs> he's just all the way from like a building, being like, guys, they're, yeah. they're just like oh, guns. That's illegal. Somebody, somebody just walks in and starts like fucking shooting the common riders dead. <laughs> You mean you mean like uh, oh uh, what's his name the villain from uh, Zero One? Fucking remember he was going around with his fucking finger gun. Oh, and you fucking just shooting people to death. <laughs> what was his fucking name? The Arc uh, Comrade Arc. Oh, Arc, we are Zero. Arc yeah, Zero? Arc Zero. Remember he was walking around fucking shooting people. Like he killed the entire cast, and it turned out to be like a dream. So or like a oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh yeah, when he went yeah, the, yeah, the yeah he fucking walked around. He killed like like seven main characters. He was just lasering dudes to the hearts. You know what it's gonna be? He's gonna like, come in. Like, he's gonna, gonna come in. Like, he's like, I'm just gonna shoot you. Good shoots. They deflect it. He's I, like, I, I got it. nothing. I get an impact, but no, I don't want him to have a sword gun. I just want him to it's use gunblade gu- guns. God. That's it. I just really want somebody to have, like, to draw a thing, and it's a fucking big-ass quail pen, and he whoops everyone's ass. I'm, I'm fully confident that Saber, one of his super forms, is going to have a big pen-shaped sword. Yeah. A rival to the Sword of Logos, the Gun of Symbols. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we were talking in the Discord about, like, oh, someone wanted a spear, like, instead of the Sword of Logos, the Spear of Pathos, and then I chimed in with, the gun of fuck you. Oh god, if Blades ends up getting a fucking spear, you're gonna lose it. I might. Oh. He just, like, fucking attaches, like, his sword to, like, a fucking end of, like, a spear. Man, if, okay, <sighs> if fucking Blades pulled out a spear, Itchy would literally, like, fucking hand all over the table. Well, he's excited for these this Pegasus form he hopes he has. Oh, yeah, that's happening. Um, I guess you'd be like, I need a fucking minute. Yeah. Grab some tissues. Like... Yeah, I'll just be I'll be at work or something, and I just hear ah! It's like so. It's I like I, welcome to the news. A weird high pitched noise came out of East Toronto today. <laughs> I just I just want to call one quick side note. So I was doing my best to read some of the text on the the books in the Sword of Logos library. The one I was able to catch was that one of the books in the background just says many events. <laughs> <laughs> So I feel like if we took the time to read all those titles, they'd be pretty funny. It's a, list. It's a book about many of them. I, I wonder if we can find the sword in the dragon gay. <laughs> That's a reference to Final Fantasy XIV from my favorite dungeon, the Great Google Library. Hard version. There is a book you can literally pick up called The, it's, it's, the, the Boy no, and the, the Dragon Gay. Yeah, The Boy and the Dragon Gay. Yeah. Oh god, you know what I just realized? If they do make a gun rider, he'll have like a fucking like gun barrel on his head. It's gonna look stupid. Yeah, you will! Oh, no! I want that! Oh, I don't want Lane. that! Lane, he will, 
Anyway. But you know what? what? It'll fire. Yeah! Fucking goddammit! Like, Wait. It'll be like locked in combat, like head to head, like staring into Just each other's eyes. Just leans down, poof! No, no. They'll be like oh. locked in combat. He'll be like blocking, they'll be like holding each other, like up close, like shit talking, and then just <laughs> boom! <laughs> Just fucking like headshot. For no, you know what it'll be? It's like a guy show up with like a gun sticking out of his face and is like, "Are you the new artist?" It's like, no, it's me, Tank Nose, Tank Joe. <laughs> no, remember Tank Nose from uh, from uh, VR Troopers? Oh, Cannon Nose, Cannon Nose. Yeah. Gun George, Gun yeah. George. Yeah. I miss the summer of Gun George, <laughs> Gun George. Yeah. Or you know, alternatively, we go Gundam on this thing, and the Gun Rider has guns on the sides of his helmet. Oh, this fire. is gonna make Tom happy. Actually, Raymond will like this too. Making Dune figures. McFarlane Dune oh, figures. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, there's four of them. What can you fucking assemble? I have a Baron? I think that's exactly what you can assemble. <laughs> Shit, that's awesome. There you go. Excited to see that movie. So yeah, they go into the Sword of Logos base, which is in the North Pole, and Sophia, the Guardian, comes out to exposit all over Toma that he's one of the people chosen by the Seiken. And then runs off to take a shit. And then leaves for no reason. Yes. <laughs> But, uh, so Toma claims that he's he's gonna fight, and Rintaro's like, okay, cool, come with me, there's a, there's an attack happening right this very second. We joined this plot already in sequence. Oh, Ichi, Ichi loves Naginatas. Yeah. Yeah. Not my favorite kind of spear, but I like him. Personally, I prefer the halberd. Uh, did you like, uh, Gaim's Naginata mode? That was... I barely qualify that as a Naginata. Didn't, like, Zio have one or something that you were like, no, nah, it's stupid, it's not a Naginata. I don't know. Anyway, so they go to the Megiddo attack. The book is already in place and decaying the city. And, of course, Mei comes in on a, her bike out of nowhere and just crashes them through the gate. I just love the imprint of them falling on the other side of the gate as the book closes. And like, like right, I guess. Charles, you can't fucking ride in here with a bicycle. <laughs> and then the bike just like keeps going and is gone, and we never you know see it again. It looks like when you jump off a mountain, Fun Fantasy fourteen, it just goes. Yeah, and it just keeps going forward. And I vanishes. was once standing on a cliff, and the thing just. Goes, and I'm yeah. like, oh shit! I just killed the chocobo. <laughs> it's okay. There's more. Yeah. Um, so yes, the Megiddo, uh, the 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 whatever you want to call it, the the city's decay is already well along by the time they get there. And so Rintaro steps forward. All right. There you go. All right, newbie, I'm going to teach you how to fight. There you and- go, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> the lion! Yes! That's perfect. <laughs> the face is perfect. Good job, Decker. Wow. Uh, that's that's actually- got to be the thumbnail. All right. Send it to Emily. She's going to fucking die. <laughs> ah, I just love the plate. Ah! You okay? I slapped my tattoo. Oh no! Oh Oh, no! no. That was was a knee. That was a knee slapper. Yeah. (laughs) I'm working on my. Oh, Blaze is doing one too. Okay. Uh... All right. So, Rintaro steps forward and goes, "Let me show you how it's done, you fucking newbie." Just lifts his fucking bell, has that smug smile on his face, and I'm like, "You bastard!" And then we get the blade's henchin. Lion Sinky. Oh my god, it's everything I wanted! Yeah, you, you like that. It's even the cool. books in the ba- even the shelves in the background are tinted blue. There's water flowing everywhere. He's got his own standby chime. He has his own friggin' pose when he when he pulls the belt out. And then, oh my god, I love it! All the wallpapers! And then, like, look, I didn't know what the translation of the call-out after the transformation was. But it starts saying shit like the 
the the chronicle of the war of the king and the azure blade and shit and i'm like you are saying all the correct words to me <laughs> these are all things i like yes so comrade blades happens and he just sets to work fighting the ant megiddo who promptly multiplies as he predicts correctly and he does all kinds of amazing sword moves like you see him like spitting a sword around and like leaping over the dude and all kinds of water splashing slash attacks and it's cool. just fucking gorgeous and he starts showing toma all the different kinds of attacks that they can do with the seiken um one of the ones that he does is he taps the page of the book on his driver which is lion wonder for him dragon wonder for toma which basically just summons the creature from the book to do an attack. And while that's awesome, it's a shame because you can't actually do that in the driver. The tab that the book, the, the open cover of the book rests against, prevents it from being pushed far enough to activate the sound. So anyone who's trying to do that attack is going to break something. Whoa. That is unfortunate. Yeah. Like Winky. Um, and then we see that Toma henchens into Saber, and surprise, surprise, he has the CG sequence again. I was surprised to find out that it was not just a one-off. And I've been sitting here since last episode going, yeah, it's just a easily repeatable fucking sequence yeah, that they now, can just keep reusing. It's a, it, they have all the footage rendered, they, they just it, have to tilt from it, different it, angles. It's quite literally... The background is just something they did and keep repeating, and then they just green screen the main character on so he can do it in whatever outfit he's wearing today. Yes, which means hopefully we'll see that a lot throughout the series, and I'm very happy about that. I know that's not everyone's cup of tea, but I fucking love it. I like tea. <laughs> um, so yes, in addition to the ant, Megiddo, we also get the... The, the word they say is kirigiris which the subtitles translate as grasshopper, but I know that grasshopper is bata, and because of the noise it makes, I think it's supposed to be a cricket. Am I wrong on that? Grasshoppers also kind of have the same kind of thing with going with their legs, so it's like... And it's... Okay, I think, the Kirikiri... Okay, so contextually, I it's think a nickname. grasshopper makes a lot more sense, too. Okay, because like... Is what there, Toma was saying, yeah, no, that would be the story that they're relating this to. Yeah, because, like, is there, like, a story of an ant and a grasshopper yeah. that this is referencing? Oh, yeah. Kirikiri oh, yeah. is the sound he, that he they're doing, though, not title. a specific ge genus. Like, it's like if it were about a dog and the dog's name was Wolfie. I guess. You know, like... But it's, it's, they constantly refer to it as the Kirigirisu. So, I, because I know Bata is grasshopper from O's, I assume that maybe this was a mistranslation, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, it's, Anyways, I'm not sure. So, so the Kirigirisu comes in, and we, and it was interesting because, like, in episode two, we already have two monsters of the week at once. But what, what I took particular note of is, you know, how in episode one we saw the outer sh cover of the Gonsekio Golem book. They didn't show us the cover for this one, and I don't know why. Maybe, Maybe it's, they didn't make more than one of them. I don't know. There was clearly a, an inside page because they showed that during the eye catch. Um, yeah. So they they do they do their fight and then the the correct the Kirigirisu grasshopper what Megiddo whatever shows up to protect the ant and they get away. So they go back to the base and 
Sophia tells them, oh, don't be reckless. It's not the same as bravery. And Oh, give up on that part of the city and all the people who live there. Yeah, that's a really fucking great thing to say for an organization that's supposed to be protecting the world. Yeah, it's not worth ah, it's too It's too far gone. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, fuck. No. I'm so, wow. <laughs> really? Uh, good job protecting the planet, uh, Sophia. Hero, heroes of uh, righteousness and all that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But uh, Toma just chance a catchphrase back at her which apparently unlocks the Diago Speedy book that's been sitting there locked up. It also has a moment with her of going, wait that phrase you just said which means probably previous Saber said the exact same thing. Yeah. Which makes sense because it's probably something he heard from him. Yes. Um, so yes, he gets the Diago Speedy book which is his vehicle. Yep. I, I think it's interesting that like he gets this, which is in the form of uh, a, a ride book, but Blades' vehicle is his phone. Yeah. I wonder if there's a meaning behind that distinction. Oh, yeah, with the with Blades' vehicle, I, I realized that last week I just kept, like, complaining about, like, the color and how it just didn't really fit Blades' like, design. The Gatchriker? Yeah, but I didn't, I, I realized I didn't say what I actually thought of the vehicle itself. It's fucking dope. It's a fucking ATV with Gatling guns. What's not to like about it? I see those fucking things along the harbor front all the time. Including the Gatling guns? Yeah. <laughs> well, no. no. <laughs> I was oh, about okay. to say. <laughs> that sounds no, like a violation of No, some there's kind. something much more dangerous on those. Some of the nitrous can uh, things on the bit. Uh, no, but that, that you, they've literally just glued a bunch of shit onto one of those little fucking things, the three-wheelers. It, it looked like something I'd, I'd, I'd see a commercial for and hear, Kawasaki! <laughs> Looks like one of those Kawasaki bikes for kids. But every time I fucking see one now, I'm just like, oh, it's like that fucking Tom Rider has. Yeah. So, with their vehicles in hand, they head back to the scene of the book, and uh, we actually get a double henshin. Yeah, that was surprising. In the, in the CGI in episode two. Yep. I am surprised. Well... I think this show's doing a bunch of stuff with that just to kind of show off the teamwork bit. Yeah. Because it is kind of weird for a rider series that just episode two, the two main riders aren't competing with each other. They're not fucking rivals. They're just, no, I'm going to teach you how to fight. Come on, let's yeah. go. Okay, cool. And they just fucking go off in their team right from the get-go. We're just a couple of good boys out to save the world. Right? So it's just like that, that kind of refreshing action. Right? I love it. <laughs> And this gets reinforced even more when this fight starts happening. And, uh, well, I'll get, I'll get into that in a little bit because it's not right away. But, uh, so we get into a fucking actual CGI highway chase as they, like, plow through a bunch of ants in a tunnel. and Yeah, it was cool. And jump over a gap in the highway. And it's fucking like, rad. Yeah, like, legit, man. Like, the special effects in the scene were fucking great. Like, you wouldn't... You know, we wouldn't see shit of this scale, like, ten years ago. Like, not at all. Look, look, look. I look a little bit at Lane. A little bit at Lane. No reason. Please don't post my face in the Discord. Oh, you don't want your face? No. What no. can we use to... Re uh, send me a picture of your caster really quick. For reasons. <laughs> okay, hold on. Um, but yeah, like... I will admit that that one shot... Or just put it in the, put it in the chat. That one shot where Saber is like ducking under the truck with his bike i look for half a second i'm like okay when do i push the button right <laughs> quick time event right it felt like that 
Um, but other than that, I'm pretty okay with the CG as it is. Like, yeah, we know, we know Kamen Rider's not doesn't the have the first, best budget. The first episode CG was kind of okay. That's a little off-putting. This episode, that was pretty fucking good, actually. Yeah. All right, there's a picture of my caster. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, Blades, they, they decide to separate to each go after the two monsters, which makes sense. And Blades goes after the Ant Megiddo and pops off with what is immediately my new favorite rider kick, the Leo Cascade. I'm surprised since you've always loved the Axel Crimson Smash. It's pretty badass, but like, so he activates it and then... Lion Chest Cannon. Fuck, shoots a fucking aquatic unibeam out of the lion face, which paralyzes the ant in a bubble... It proceeds to float him up to put him into position, and then Blades leaps off his bike and Ryder kicks the bitch into an explosion. Top tier. Loved it. And not only that, he sticks the landing back onto his vehicle and claims his prize. The the Jakun to Doma Minoki bride book that thing was apparently carrying. Yeah. Yeah, I like Jack and the Beanstalk. So I have story. a quick question. It's something I didn't really pay attention to in the episode, but I'm no- totally noticing it uh-huh. as you guys fucking keep hitting the buttons on these things. Uh-huh. Did they bring back the guy who did the voice for the uh, lock seeds? No, the voice of the belt and equipment is Champ from Q-Ranger. It's oh. uh, Salt Snakes VA. Oh, uh, okay. Doesn't sound like him. It, I know, but it is. You know what? If you hear, if you listen to the, like, the sword when uh, the Buster has... It sounds like champ. Oh, yeah. Oh, like when he I yells fucking him. hope so. Oh, he was. absolutely turns on the... Yeah, it sounds yeah. like champ. But it sounds like, like champ. Every time you guys hit the button on that, I was like, I swear to God, it's the fucking lock seeds from Guy. It's just that exact voice. Rich! Uh, yeah, I know. I get it. It sounds similar. Um, so now that they've claimed back the Jakun book, Blades decides, you know, I know we're fighting for our lives here and we could die any second, but this is a teaching moment. So he he, tap, he taps the Jakun book onto the edge of the blade to show him that you can temporarily use the power of a book to fire off an attack even though it's not a book you're using. Although, didn't he mention something about the sword retaining that sort something from it? That's an interesting point. So when they use it, what is, what is said from the sword is Shutoku Isen, which is like learning flash. Um, but I, I, I like to... Imagine it's more of an idea of the the speed reading is how I choose to interpret it. Maybe. Now, whether that learning aspect of it, it means that it will always be able to use that attack, I doubt it because I feel like, like we could easily just tap the book again to do the attack if we need to. I don't think it's going to be a case of, oh, now that I've done this, I can always just shoot beans from my sword. <laughs> but I get why you'd say that, right? It's like, oh, it learns. If, 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 oh. They, if, they, if they do that later and they can just, like, collect the powers of every book just by tapping it, great. I would love to see that. All right, Blaziken, show us, show us your version. Yeah. Um, so he hands Jakun to Saber and goes, hey, look, why don't you try it? Okay. Puts a belt. Sticks the book in his belt. No, not that! Oh, you're not ready for volume two! Uh... No, you're not ready for it, don't you? Oh, actually, maybe oh, you well, are. Fuck, actually, okay, because it worked. Yeah. Okay, yeah, hey. So we see Saber turn into Dragon Jakun is the name of the form. Now, I th- my theory on that is 
Normally, someone who is as new as Toma probably wouldn't be able to handle his actual Volume 2 form. But because the Jakun book is not actually his book, it's more like... A, it's the equivalent of, like, Bill's trial forms when he was mixing and matching bottles. They, you can use them, they're just not as powerful as the forms you're supposed to be using. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't got, like, an official form form yet. Well, I already have a guess at what it's going to be. I'm pretty confident that Storm Eagle is going to be Saber's second book. Dragon and an Eagle. Weird combo. Because what matches better with a dragon than wings? That's true. Um, we already know from the preview and from my previous theory crafting and from the sounds in the belt that Blades is going to use uh, Peter Fantasista for yeah. his second volume form. Um, so I'm excited to see that next week. Um, but yeah, so Saber goes Dragon Jacoon, and... Uh, this is where I start to see the kind of dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first off, yeah, <laughs> that was my idea, but I didn't have the thing to do it. That's good. No, that's better with the caster head for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Blaze's version of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're both fantastic. God, I, I still, every time I see that guy, I just go... <laughs> I'm calling it final boss. No. <laughs> Raven's wiggling his lips at him. Wiggling the lips and nose like Is the guy just... was doing at the end of the goddamn episode. Am I the only one who thinks Rintaro's face in this one makes him look like Abed? Yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> um, oh my god, I was the Abed's actor in like the English adaptation of this. Saber Abed in the book. I have a line. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Abed's my fucking hero. So yeah. Saber activates his Dragon Jacoon form and starts firing beans into the ground. And it's a pretty understandable reaction for Rintaro to go, No, the monster's floating. Shoot up, stupid. Right. But Toma knows what Jack and the Beanstalk is about. I mean, so everyone should know what Jack and the Beanstalk's about. But Rintaro doesn't because he's not from Earth. <sighs> I, I, I had never read Jack and the Beanstalk. I fucking left it. <laughs> So, shooting the beans into the ground causes an actual beanstalk to start growing, which, you know, checks out for that power set. Yep. So, this is an indication of what I think is going to be their dynamic going forward. Rintaro is a well-trained swordsman who knows how to fight and can handle himself pretty well, and will usually fight with traditional methods, such as typical, like, not only swordsmanship, but the attacks that the belts can do. Whereas Toma, as illustrated by this action that he's doing... I feel like is going to be... Doesn't realize that he shouldn't be able to do the things he is, but he's just doing things that they other guys don't think of. Yeah, I feel like he's going to come up with his own ways of fighting by using his knowledge of literature. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Rintaro is going to be constantly surprised by the ingenious new ways to fight that Toma is going to come up with. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing more of this dynamic. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Tom's got his fox mask on now. Check this out. It's Drift from Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, it's his white mage glam in 14. Yes. Um, so yeah, the beanstalk grows and uh, Saber drives his motorcycle up it. <laughs> yep. Cool. Just so he can get a swing at the flying grasshopper Megiddo. Um, and he's like, ah, you're too late. The book is almost complete. Want to fucking bet? 
And then we it see... It was the best of times. It was the worst of times! You stupid grasshopper! <laughs> so, Saber does his uh, Nisatsugiri, which is the rider kick using Dragon and Jakun, which is a very nice effect of him with a red sword going through a field of green pages. And I just feel like if this... like We were talking about this, but... If, if this show was ever, like, dubbed into, like, US TV, and he'd say some stupid catchphrase at this point, yeah. I, I feel like it's going to be, You should have read more! <laughs> Your book it, story is overdue! <laughs> Time for you to book it. <laughs> <laughs> That's lame enough That's, to be possible. That's the end of your story! <laughs> yeah. Time to close the book on this I was about to say exactly that! Let's close the book on this one! I would love it just like you something, yeah, like that. That was fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just re-looking at it now. Yeah, okay, so it's the Decade Rider kick, except with books instead of cards. Yep. Yeah, okay. Just closes the book on him. Yep. So yeah, that was rad. And from the explosion of the Grasshopper, they get Peter Fantasista ride book, which yeah. it was carrying, I guess. I, I think that was what allowed him to fly. Because there were, like, sparkly effects on him fly, while he was flying. You can fly, you can fly, you can fly. Yeah. Can yeah, that. They don't explicitly say why they were given Wonder Ride books or what the powers they were granted by them were. Uh, they did say earlier in the episode that when the uh, bad rider betrayed uh, sort of Logos, he took a lot of Wonder Ride books with him. Yes. So there's there's a reason they have them. No, no, I know that's why they have them, but, like, why were these monsters specifically given those Wonder Ride books? Specifically gaining powers from them. I guess, but, like, what exactly did the beanstalk give to the ant? You know what I mean? To grow minions? But, like, Maybe. A- I don't know. ants swarming in hordes seems pretty on brand for an ant they to already like have. ants, though. They look like like, honestly, look kind of look like like plants or something. They were ants, though. Like Blade said, it was the ant Megiddo. Oh no, no, no! I that specific monster, but the minions he summoned didn't look like ants. They looked like kind of like plant things. So I think he like grew. Yeah, may, grew minions. Maybe it just enhanced his ability to multiply. Yeah. But yeah, like Peter Fantasy's the giving the grasshopper the ability to fly seems pretty. Seems like a pretty good guess mm-hmm. from where I'm standing. Um. So yeah, they finish off the monster. Also, Blades does his Isatsu Giri, like the Isatsu where he pulls the sword out and does Hydro Stream, which is pretty cool. You're basically drive bys a bunch of mooks. What's it called? Hydro Stream. Oh, my dishwasher has that. <laughs> nice. Um. So as we cut back to the bookstore, we see Toma is slowly building this tiny little album of drawings of all the Wonder Ride books, and I love it. Please sell me it, Premium Bandai. You know they will. I know they will. It'll be like a hundred dollars. I'm in. (laughs) Um, And yes, as Decker posts, we get this adorable little scene of May coming in and like, teach me how to fight too! Uh, No, it's too dangerous. Oh, alright, then you just will get these these sweet eclairs I bought. (gasps) Uh, no, they, but but they make her a rider. I'd be very happy. But I know they Comrade or May. I don't know. Um, I would love com- her to be Comrade Rapier. Her Ritaro's fucking face in that shot. <gasps> like I love it. He's like, oh, eclairs of chocolate. I've only read about those. No, but I'm a disciplined swordsman. I, I must maintain see my body. That eclair kind of like just about to go into his mouth in that shot. <laughs> yeah, what if she's Comrade Gun? 
Oh. Um. No. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm not against having like a female be a writer, obviously, but just like no. But I fucking love like his his freaking like life shattering dilemma, like. Oh, I've only read about those. I want to know what they taste like. But I'm a disciplined swordsman. I must maintain my body. But the sugar could really help, though. <laughs> Sex, I've only heard about it. <laughs> could you teach me? <laughs> he's just like, like, he's just like reading up like, um, like, like a blowjob or something. He's reading he's like, like a wow, Kama I've Sutra. I've only read about these blowjobs. He's reading a fucking Kama Sutra. <laughs> the Common Sutra. Oh! oh there you go. And then the episode ends with uh, the guy who is clearly a spot of floating into the store on a fucking magic carpet. Now, is this going to be a running gag that the end of episodes have a new writer just fucking showing up? I would love that kind of. Because I, I, I didn't notice it until you said it, but yeah, that's happened twice is now. Is Buster going to show up on a fucking turtle? <laughs> I hope so. That could happen. I, you know what I'd love? If if they say to him, it's like, I do worry about keeping your feet up there, but he's got another fucked up excuse for why he's on the thing. You know, it's like, oh, because he, you'll notice he also doesn't have his shoes on, so he's yeah. one step ahead of, uh... Apparently, <laughs> apparently he knows Toma. He'll probably be like, oh, I read that you're supposed to take your shoes off before entering a house. But it's like, I, I don't know, I just, I just think that there's a gag coming, and, yeah. and it's gonna be awesome. Oh, yeah. Yes, apparently he knows Toma. Yeah, the, the, the character descriptions we read about before the show aired said that he was, like, an old childhood friend of Toma's. So maybe I it's mean, someone you just haven't seen in a while. That is fair that, like, if you knew someone as a kid and then you haven't seen them in a long time, then, like, you show up and you're like, you maybe you? not, maybe don't know who the fuck he is just yeah. looking at him, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so the episode ends there, and next week is going to be the debut of Kamen Rider Buster, and I spotted some shots of Blades Volume 2. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. His helmet's completed, apparently. The swoosh in the sword arc gets oh, completed. Oh, he's so cool looking. Buster? I love how beefy the fucking arm marks. Oh, well, yeah. I love my bulky riders. They're great. It's just... The, he the, thick. The, the blade on the head. Just I'm thinking Buster. once we see it in action, it's going to be fucking great. I'm looking forward to seeing Buster. I honestly... I didn't, I'm waiting for Comrider Dave. I wasn't looking... I wasn't much for the way he looked initially, but... <laughs> <laughs> looking at the preview and seeing like the gist of what the character is I'm like I'm interested in this guy well you know me I well, love yeah, the you're the riders, dad, right? but I also love the orange riders and he's got a, like, a lot, nice lot of orange like, in there what mate what's this if one of the first couple riders to debut in the show is an old guy and a dad common okay. rider daddy down a, a lot of people used to or, say, or what's funnier common rider daddy or daddy rider daddy rider sounds so much creepier a little bit but I'm kind of, I'm kind of. I think back, like, the funny thing is, back when Buster was first announced, everyone was, everyone, everyone was like, oh, the first Kamen Rider Dad, Kamen Rider Dilf. Oh god, Kamen uh, Rider Dad bot. No, no, <laughs> Kamen Rider D Diller, D I L R, Dad, I'd like to ride. Oh boy, that's not better. <laughs> um, but everyone was like, oh no, it, oh wow, it's the first Kamen Rider Dad, and I'm like, hello, have we gotten forgotten like Cronus? And fucking, there's so many others. Yeah. None of which I'm remembering at this moment. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, fuck, you're talking about Saber for almost an hour. Yes. So I'm, as you can tell, I'm very, very on board. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm ready to declare to the world that Comrade Blades is my new favorite rider. Okay. 
Damn. Yeah. Ready, uh, like, uh, you Orb, were ready to do that weeks ago. Or, or, <laughs> Orb has what I was about to say. Yeah, the first dad who isn't dead, evil, or movie exclusive. You know what? There you go. There you go. <laughs> that, yeah. Yep. Yeah. The no, first... that's pretty accurate. Why are all the dads evil? Because <laughs> daddy issues. I'm fucking evil. <laughs> There's Kinnamakin. I finally updated the wallpaper. <laughs> well, so it was a Mabuchina episode. But we're moving on. Oh my god. Uh, Can I just forget this episode happened, please? So It'd be I, funny I, if you just ended the episode right there. So, <laughs> moving on. Let's talk about the special no, topic. So I'm officially done trying to convince Raven to watch the show because I've been always like, like, oh no, you keep showing up when we talk about like the filler episodes. Like, you know what? I'm here for the plot I'm episodes. here That's every important. second week. Why is every second week filler so then he finally shows up for a for, for a plot episode and he's just there like no N- no no you know no. i don't think i can call this a plot episode it was kind of it was about like her mother and shit and like l- l- objectively look this episode and tell me what part of the plot advanced all that happened was her dead mom woke up inside of the crown her mom's alive and went back to sleep the end, the start of the episode and the end of the episode, nothing's changed. You know, oh, you know, you know. I love Kira Major. <laughs> you know, there he is. Oh yeah, our, our yeah, story. Yeah, Blaze, Blaze's son. You know, yeah, you know. She I love Kira Major. You know that I'm down for it. But I mean, I can't find. I can't. I can't give a shit about this fucking episode. It's pretty bad. This was, I think, the weakest episode they've done. Not that there was anything particularly wrong with it, it's just like... Oh, no, I know exactly what was wrong with it, and its name is Mabushina. Yeah, like, she's... They really, like, yeah. it's like... St- Why do they think we like this? Me- picture a meme of, like, the mean girls. Like, stop trying to make Mabushina a thing. <laughs> yeah. Like... And, and the thing is, the problem is, is, like, Mabushina can't carry an episode. The plotters is meh. Like, and it's just like, I don't know. Like, it's just, I, I'm told the previous, I, I haven't actually watched the previous episode. I'm a, I'm a little bit behind. But I'm told that had a lot of shit going on. They, you know what? Yeah. They were just fucking phoning it in. Okay, we can all at least admit fucking Jewel, like, fucking point blank headshotting the fucking mook. With oh my god, that was the awesome. raddest shit I've ever seen. Because, like, he, he tries shooting him earlier. Because, like, it'll be the well, guy, like, let's, turn- let's, let's step back a bit. So, the monster of the week is a. Fucking German with a safe it's, it's, head. A, it's a fucking. It's a. It's a gangler. It's a gangler from Lupin Pato. It's a fucking gangler. So, go go watch go watch Lupin. The Pato. important part is they eventually get the safe open because humans are being turned into coins and putting into the safe. So all they need to do is put a little plastic airplane next to it. Go two one two. <laughs> Super Mario Three D All Stars out on Switch now. Yeah, buy it limited time only. Looking forward to playing Sunshine. Yep. Um, is it like eighty? Is it eighty bucks? It's like ninety. Yeah. I feel like it, it should is have been three a full games. Game. I know. Yeah, but, but I feel like it should be like a sixty. I want game. it, but it's like I don't. You 90, don't. I don't ninety dollars for it. I was waiting for it. Okay, so the important bit is they get the safe monster's head open in order to rescue all the people in it who have been turned into coins, and not only do, does it involve pointing the crystal with their mom's soul in it at the monster so that the drill from Silver's laser 
can laser open the door. That was great. They were very close to Jewel's head, by the way, so Takamichi almost murdered Jewel with no, his drill the door, laser. No, the door fucking hit Jewel's head. Yeah, they the door the pops ground. open. The coins start falling out. They just fall on me. He's just like, I'm done. Like, you just see him lying there like, It's I'm raining, right. men. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, and women. women. But yeah, the funniest shit, like, they, the, the safe door drops on his head, and that should have given him a concussion. But no, He's Jewel... a safety helmet. <laughs> But no, Jewel is fucking on his game today because he immediately hops back up, sees an open monster face, and points the fucking buster at it, and point blank explodes it! So fucking cool. That was the coolest shit he's ever done! Jewel's amazing, what can I say? That was so good! Okay, so the whole thing in this episode, like, so we find out about Mabashina's mom or whatever. Queen Bee Hair is still alive! So she she apparently transferred her soul into the crown that she wore, into the crystal in her crown. And so apparently her whole thing about her is that she's very weak-hearted, so if anything really bad happens... Oh, look! Another frail woman character! Why am I not fucking surprised? I don't even fucking have enough to bitch Oh, look, my daughter fucking tripped and fell on the ground. She just scraped her knee a little bit. Oh, Oh, I got a case of the vapors! The crystal vapors! So, yeah, so she's, like, very, very, like, she faints easily and stuff. And we also just talk about the fact that this show took the... A lot of the tragedy from before, from like before the show, and just went. No, nah, she's still alive, right? I hate it. Like she got dusted. We saw her get fucking dusted. But no, apparently she, she just transferred her soul to the gem on her forehead. <sighs> it's bullshit. <laughs> um. So apparently they don't want her knowing that uh, you know her plant got fucking taken over by Jotunheim and, and then her like, husband, her husband's died. dead. Um. So like they're like waiting for her to wake up, and so she wakes up, and like they see they're like, oh yeah, let's uh, let's let's show you the beautiful scenery of Earth. They turn off the screen. What the characters like? <laughs> so hey, it could have been worse. They could have they could have put it on like CNN. Mod co- <laughs> fucking comes in with the save like, oh no, no it's a, it's a stage play. It's that Crystallian stage play you really like about the, the five thieves. The five thieves. She's like, oh, it's like yeah, we, we decided to make them costumes based off of uh, Takamichi's suit, and Takamichi's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and you can tell immediately it's just going to be one of those episodes where they have to keep up the lie for as long as they can until they eventually get found out and fucking surprise, surprise. <laughs> so she tells, so he tells them, sorry, that uh, about it, and it's like, yeah, you guys have to pretend to be actors, and I immediately just went, oh, she fucking got this because he's already an actor. So he just comes in, he's like, come, my lady, we are here to perform this oh, play for you, and he's absolutely got this until he finds out he has to play the loser. <laughs> yeah, but he fucking rocked it though. He even put on a little outfit. Oh, yeah. Tommy, Tommy, the other one. He's Mr. One. Yeah. Was it Mr. One? Yeah, it was Mr. One. They're all Mr. One, yeah, like Mr. two, three, Mr. four, one, five. Miss, Miss Three and yeah, all that. Three, I'm like, yeah. those are cool names, actually. And then, like, Senna was like, yeah, you're the tomboyish gr- like, like, girl. Like, Mr. Three? The- yeah, the green one. The tomboyish girl. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it, that tracks. That's her. I can play that. That's her. I, I can do that. <laughs> okay. It's good. I love it. Like, everyone was, like, pretty on brand, like, same as their actual personalities. Let me just get to fu- Blue 5, the disappointing geek. What? 
But he's an actor. I so feel I feel that. a little called out, actually. <laughs> I, I'm the blue one. I feel called out. Oh, that tracks. You're not, disa- <laughs> you're not disappointing. <laughs> no, he's, no, you are. You are a meets expectations. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like oh man, I like. Not only was Shigeru good to go when he, when he, before the reveal, but even after the reveal, like you said, he just hams it up and He's nails like, it. I am a method actor yeah. after all. So he he get so then we all see this bullshit where it's like we get a flashback and like Aladdin's like, oh, why'd you why'd you sing to your mother? That'll make her feel nice. And so like she's just like super Malbushi is like super shy about it, and she's like, no. Starts crying, fucking that, rocks. That, and... that shot of her blushing and crying just made me uncomffortable. Yeah. Oh, we haven't gotten the worst part yet. No, we have oh, not. Yeah. So then they go to like do like the the whole play acting thing, and like they, even even the 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 monsters just like the fuck are you guys doing? Like, just... I'm kind of sad that we didn't get a new roll call with them as their characters. That would have been funny. I feel like that should have happened. So I like that they did that. Like they got like the, the the cutesy one with like the girlfriend or whatever, and then they did like the the Zord one, and they had like the machine. Yeah, don't worry, I guess you won't miss anything. Um, and yeah, so then what the what the fuck happens? Obviously, is like Mabushita comes out. They go they go so off script that the mom realizes it's a play, and she starts to she starts to like oh. And then Mabushina decides to... I have to do something! I'm gonna sing. So she starts singing, like, your song, which we're gonna get on the fucking character album or some shit. My immediate thought as soon as she started singing was, wait, was this in the play? (laughs) And no, it's apparently a distraction tactic because she's like, oh, my daughter overcame her shyness. Now I don't care that my husband's dead! Also, and that my planet's gone. Also, <laughs> and that I don't have a body, and I'm in a fucking Claire's hairpin. And also, but it's okay because my daughter sang a song. And, and also, Mabushina winked. Oh God! Oh, Nobody put a screen fuck. grab of that in. It Nobody terrified us. Nobody put that in the chat. I. Her eyes have been open. Yeah. <laughs> we all thought that one day we were gonna get creeped out by the fucking just eyes. Just give her the eyes the from of Yuri from just, Doki Doki Literature Club from that one shot. They've been open knowing, the entire time. Yeah, just knowing they somehow have, winking I, is worse. Yeah, just <laughs> knowing, knowing now that Christophe. Like, okay, okay. If it like instead of putting the gold down, if it just kind of squished. Yeah. Like it closed, like just with blue. It wouldn't have been that bad. It would like, definitely would not have been as because bad. Because if it were like blue on blue, you'd be like, well, maybe she has had her eyes closed. We just can't tell because it's the same color. Right. But the fact that this fucking like gold plated gold, eyelid, yeah, gold like fucking lens comes down <laughs> and then comes back out. But I'm like, who, who, who are they trying to impress with this? Do they actually think we like this? Like, is there like, th- there's no way, there's no like way kids Mabushina? love this character. Is there like some dude like fucking jerking it to like, oh yeah, Mabushina. <laughs> oh yeah, that gets like, my rock hard. They're, they're t- I just, I just want to like, and he just wants to like, he's got like a picture of Mabushina and this like fucking like, he, he goes and like, like, uh, like a whole, <laughs> bunch, whole bunch of gemstones shoot out of I was about to say, let's see if I jizz crystal. Like, get- that's, that's the thing. Like, they're, they're literally... Those would hurt coming out. Oh, God, someone did it! I was joking! But no, that's, that's the thing. They're literally... <laughs> ah! 
They're literally trying, the show's literally trying to push Mabushina in our faces going like, No, she's a good female character! <laughs> oh, it's geez. her stupid... I wasn't. It's her stupid big baby head. Like, if she yeah. evolved to have, like, a better head sculpt, I would be... It's fucking Asta Soji Jizo! I was about to say, this thing looks like she it's gonna evolve into Asta Soji Jizo. She yeah. looks like a, like a, like a fucking glo uh, globe of the earth, but... <laughs> Got like molded into a fucking like Gerber baby head with oh, a fucking ah uh, yes, penis. and on the forehead is yeah. the map of Dick Island. Yeah, yeah Vegas is. Or no, wrong. it's called Penn Island. <laughs> Vegas really isn't wrong. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So like that's it, and next week we find out. I I just love that we maintain the status quo at the end of the episode, like. Oh no, mother is tired and has to sleep. So the fucking mom retreats back into the crystal. And we probably won't hear from her for a few hours. I was literally expecting that they were gonna like put the crown on like Mabushina's head and then like oh, did, like oh we're one now of the we same are, now. Now we all won. Yeah, no, like some you know kind what? of fucking nail look. That's what bullshit. I've always wanted to share Wait. a body with my mother. Look at the end. Look, I I swear to God, when I was watching this. With you guys, I just sat there, and the minute I remembered, oh yeah, there was that flashback where she helped uh, Takamichi focus his fucking powers. Yeah. And here, use me. I was like, is she just going to become a permanent power up for Takamichi? I would be funny if he just like, puts her crown on his helmet, gets a super form. Yeah, yeah right? I admit the crown's design is pretty cool. Look, it when it's not on her stupid freaking alien. It reminds me of Shira. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Actually. Like no Catra's. Catra's, uh, yeah. 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 Either or. Um, so, the Megazord fight, I, I honestly, I spaced for that. I don't even remember anything. Like, I just remember, Nothing like, the, the, the shark, the shark fucking one, like, Zabune or whatever the fucking spun in the air. Yeah. That's all I remember. And then it does Megaloblaster. Yeah. Or as Tom um, calls it Megalux. Like, imagine she had a human form. No. So no, like it was just an attractive woman. Oh sure. So now, now, um, now we are getting like the Kirame Music Festival. So we're getting like a different song ending thing. And, and of course, so it was a fucking Mabushina montage. And then there's just like it a, was the song that she just sang. And then it was just like there's a shot of like her, her and Takamichi standing next to Aladdin. Like Takamichi just like. Oh my god, that was hand, the funniest shit ever. Puts his hand on Aladdin, and you just see Aladdin just kind of like, for a second, just look Slightly up. Slightly like, give the, him the fucking the side eye. You unhand me. Get your flesh hand <laughs> off my shoulder, you bitch. <laughs> Masquerade eyes. Yeah. <laughs> now she just looks angry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, go up one, by the way, if you didn't see it. So can someone... Ah! Can someone just give her like really angry looking eyebrows? Like those? Go up one? No, I want like angry fucking black yeah. eyebrows. That'd be funny. Um, Why do they gotta be black, Lane? Well, just like, because it's funny. <laughs> really? You're really gonna. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and so then, like, we get, like, this cute little cartoon, like, little picture of Aladdin, and at the end, he's just like, Madara's the best! <laughs> so next week, we get a band. Cure Majors are starting a band. And I saw Garza, Garza shredding on a guitar, and I don't want to know what the fucking context for that is. Oh, the Cure Majors are so strong with their musical talent! It's like Megabyte just coming. I've always wanted to do that, <laughs> right? <laughs> We're just gonna get a duel between the Kirame band and Guitarza. I want. I want that. <laughs> 
I want that so She'll... No, no, that's the thing. Just watch him not even be part of the fucking episode. He's at that just point. doing it for no just, reason. He, he's not even part of the episode for like the majority of it. They're facing off against like some other monster. And then Garza just shows up at one point for no fucking reason, just just shred on the guitar, yeah, and, then, and then leaves. Yeah, just like Megabyte. Yeah. Oh my god, that might be fun. So, BFG. <laughs> oh man. But, again, it's, it's, it's probably going to be a filler episode, but it's going to be a really fun one. Yeah. Yeah, the filler, like, I honestly will say this, so far, Kier Major has probably had the best filler I've ever seen in Sentai. Like, period. It's I... dope. <laughs> there we go. Yeah! God. God, the one that was above that. Oh, my God. Why? Why, Rem? Why? I don't just, know. Just, just... <laughs> this one makes her look like she's from South Park. <laughs> no, no, give me, give me crystal. Oh, I guess her voice is, is the it voice the of sa- Rem. It's the same VA, huh? Okay. I guess. All right. I'm just, um thinking like when I, I said oh it would be cool if she had a human form and you acted with disgust I was like what do you think that they just like put like painted like flesh over the thing yes and no, no, no. you know what I thought of and I can't fucking find a picture of it but there's a Daft Punk like movie oh yeah where still five, 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 five. no 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 not the cartoon oh there's like a, a there's a movie where they literally like they capture the Daft Punk guys and they paint their faces over the masks. Mm. So they're huge misshapen abominations. Oh, okay. And that's mm. what I'm picturing. Like, they just, like, hey, literally... When I, when I reacted with disgust, it wasn't because I think she turned out ugly. It's just because I hate that character. Yeah. But now now I'm thinking about what this face would look like if it was, like, human, like, you know, like, Japanese skin tone. Oh, God. You know, we just, like... <laughs> Someone look away. up the voice actress from Abu Yuine and then just go to town. Anyways, let's get into our feature topic, to fucking find these which I forgot to mention at the start of the episode. That's right, it's more Samurai Flamenco. Samurai Flamenco. So, Tom had to watch episodes one and two to catch up because he hasn't seen the show before, and you were kind of not a fan of what you've been seeing so far. I fucking hate this show. <laughs> Like, I'm not sugarcoating it. Like, I'm told that shit gets real and it turns into, like, a really different show, but I'm Literally like, the next episode after what we watched. From what I've seen in, the, like, the first two episodes, I literally was nodding off. I was so fucking sleepy. And, uh, and then, like, it starts to pick up in, like, the last ten minutes of episode four. But, I mean, like, it's just, ugh. It's, it's setting the foundation so that the directions it goes are much more of a leap. Yeah, like I don't know. It's just oh, much of a thief. I I, I understand. It's just like you know, it reminds me of like if it were a fucking Netflix show, and it was like they had the slow burn. You know, like it's just yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just uh, yeah. I I think you should stay. I think you should keep at it because yeah, I think well, the show we'll, yeah we'll be talking you. about it again for a while, but. All right, so episode three opens with uh, Masayoshi vehemently insisting to his manager that he is not Samurai Flamenco. Nope, totally not. You lie and I'll kill you! It is not me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we cut to then a fucking to- actual tokusatsu stage show that Masayoshi and Goto are watching, and they're like money-themed rangers, which is really weird but funny. 
Yeah. All right. All right. Hang on for a second. Hang on for a fucking second. Okay. Remember, I was telling you about how weird it would look if they painted Matt Bashina's face. Uh huh. I found the Daft Punk references. Oh God. Ah. I think, <laughs> I think that's what Matt Bashina would look like if they just put her. This looks like what would you remember that old TV show Dinosaurs? Like, yeah. Not the mama. Yeah. These look like what would happen if there were human characters in that show. Or, like, maybe, like, like fucking, like, ten million years ago, the dinosaurs are fucking back, and, like, <laughs> they need to make a show about, um, like, humans. It's called Humans. <laughs> and, like, those are the characters. Yeah. And in this world, God Mad, this world of Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Oh. So I couldn't, I could not actually say that without making... By the way, anyone who's read or seen Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, pat yourself in the back. You like good things. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or Zenozoic Tales, as it was called in the book. Okay. So, okay, go ahead. I could talk about it for 20 minutes. But yeah. But, uh, so Masayoshi decides, you know what? I'm tired of getting beaten up. I need a weapon. Hey, cop, do you have a spare gun? <laughs> and he just immediately goes, Fucking like, no! Yeah, I love, like, I love I that it's... give you it. I love that there's a moment, um, where it's like, um, uh, where it's like, yeah, I know. I was joking. You don't actually. It's like, well, because unless unless you actually have one. <laughs> dot dot dot. Unless. <laughs> uh, so he's like, and while he says this, he's in the middle of shopping for a fucking baseball bat. <laughs> because yeah, hey, guess what? For yeah. Um. So they start saying that uh, whoever can discover Flamenco's identity will win a hundred million yen. Oh. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot. I literally was a fucking couple hours ago and I've already forgot about this fucking train wreck. <laughs> um, oh, but, God. But yeah, so they're about to reveal Flamenco's identity on a TV talk show that uh, Masayoshi's on, and he's like, oh no, this is my identity. Oh, no. And then a different Flamenco I need pop, a pops onto the stage. And it's gonna pee, but I'm gonna go pee with righteous indignation. Okay. Alright. So this character is clearly. And, and, and a fucking reference to Takashi Hongo, the original yep. comrade of Ichigo, the oh, actor yeah. who played him. I, I'm sorry, this makes me a bad fan, but I'm spacing on the actor's actual name. Fujioka, right? Hiroshi Fujioka. Hiroshi Fujioka. Mm-hmm. So this 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 man Kaname Joji is a rev- is clearly based on on Fujioka. Yeah, this guy like has like that '70s hairdo, and I'm like, my god. <laughs> And uh, he apparently played a tokusatsu hero named Red Axe and did his own stunts and all that shit. So he de- he pops into this TV show in this, like, based on but not exact samurai flamenco costume declaring that he is flamenco. And, and it's like, well, I guess you get the hundred million then. Excellent! I will donate it to children! Money well spent. Fuck, I ain't even mad. Says the guy offering the reward. Yeah. Uh, I'm here to kick ass and teach Bushido to children. <laughs> Basically his whole deal. But, uh, so of course Masayoshi is is uh, upset at the fact that there's someone going around being the fake samurai flamenco. So he issues a challenge to him in the most interesting way possible. The most Bitch, I know what you did. I know who you are and what you've done. He sends him a DVD of the Red Axe show, particularly one featuring an episode where there was a fake Red Axe. 
very subtle. Uh, with a letter <laughs> saying challenge yeah. to be at this location. That was really dope, though. So, of course, they meet up at night, the two of them, and start going, You're the fake. No, you are the fake. Uh, no. I believe that you are the fake but one. You're you're the fake, though. No, I'm not. You're weak. I think that you're the fake hedgehog. <laughs> anyway. You're not even good enough to be my fake. Was more or less actually said. Yeah. At one point. <laughs> he punches him in the gut and goes, See, you suck. You should leave this to me. Like, you are so goddamn weak, Like, man. I can't decide if this show is, like, serious, like they want to tell a story, or no. satire. Oh, it's absolutely satire. Oh, it is 100% I just satire. wish it was funnier if it was going to be satire. Like, I, I, I admit a couple of jokes, like, that's kind of clever, but most of it I'm just kind of like, <laughs> It's fair. Not, not everything Like, I'm sorry if there's people, like, in the fandom and everything that loves the show, but I just, I wasn't, I wasn't into it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but uh, though I did, I did like, I did get legitimate laughs over. I guess we're. I let me skip it over to four. See, I'm not. I'll I'm, wait to four. Tell I'm not watch. Like. I'm not watching it from an like an anime perspective. I'm watching it for like from a Toku perspective. Of course, so I'm watching that's why it. We're here. To, I'm watching it just as a Toku show. So it's yeah. Whatever. So like I can see like the kick ass in like the first four episodes we've watched. And I'm like, yeah, no, this yeah. was obviously whoever invent- made this anime was heavy into Toku, but then saw kick ass and was like, hell yeah, I well, want to do something like point. that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but lo- local heroes like that are a pretty well known thing in Japan anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was explicitly based on kick ass, but ki- it's more like kick ass was also based on low time small local hero culture. Because those are a thing in different regions of Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Masayoshi gets up and gives his, his whole stirring speech about being a passionate defender of justice. And it actually moves Kaname to tears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the lesson I was waiting for you to learn. I hereby declare you Samurai Flamenco Nigo. Ah. Uh, yeah, right. no, fuck you. And Goto's just there the whole time like, you fucking idiots. Like, face palming as hard <laughs> as he possibly can. You're not falling for this, are you? He's, he's, he's just seriously channeling his old Kion role. Yeah. I just like when he was watching Red Axe, these guys hide behind a bunch of fucking logs. And oh, yeah. And I'm like, I was thinking, like, why are they hiding? Like, guys, why are we hiding from an axe-themed hero behind a bunch of logs? He's very much prepared for this. Fuckers split Japan in half, and I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> like, I know it's a TV show, but fuck's sake. Was that a reference? Did that actually happen in, each, in the Ichigo show? Uh, what was that about? No, that's just them <laughs> being <laughs> funny. It's just them being shits. My acts of justice will cleave the nation in twain. Because right. <laughs> that's how you save the people. Um, but yeah, so Kaname declares Masayoshi his student, which I mean makes sense because he's an action star. He does he did his own stunts. He knows how to fight, and uh, he starts actually teaching Masayoshi how to fight, which <laughs> which is pretty interesting. Which is good. <laughs> he needs that's a that. step in the right direction. Yeah. So episode four uh, starts with him after going through a few lessons actually. Stopping a purse snatching robbery. Yep. Yep. Hooray! He's finally somewhat competent. He did a pretty good good job. And then Konami promptly tells him to not get cocky and socks him across his own apartment. Oh, I should also mention this happens. Yeah. 
Summer sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like they're about to go out together on patrol. And as Masayoshi gets to the spot, he gets a text from Kaname. Sorry, I got an offer from Hollywood. Bye! I'm gonna go be in an actual movie. <laughs> I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> um, and this episode is all about the debut of Flamenco Girl. Now, it was the only character in this whole thing I like. So, in episode two, he did this uh, this little extra bit with the M- Mineral Musical Muse Girls, which is this trio of a girl, a girl mm. band. The Mmm Girls. I wonder if they have their own version of the Mmm Bop. <laughs> yeah. So Flamenco Girl comes out the gate dressed like a magical girl, swinging around a staff that has fucking tasers and mace spikes in and it. And gas. And gas. And gas. And she <laughs> likes to stomp groins. Like yeah, she's... she just keeps kicking all the guys she beats up like in the balls. I started to think it might be a fetish. She's really into it. Oh, clearly. Also, like, there's one where she's walking away. She's like, wait. Walks over. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Walks off. <laughs> one for the road. <laughs> but I'm just thinking to myself, like, there are people paid to do that. Yeah. Uh, also, I noticed that her vehicle has fucking heart-shaped taillights. Yeah. That's actually very common. They're illegal in North America, though. Oh, okay. Um, I don't see why. Like, you know, you still see them. Yeah. And I love that, like, he... They get away in her fucking Hummer, Humvee, or whatever the fuck vehicle she's driving. It's an H2. <laughs> and she's like, it's okay, Hazama. You can you can take off the mask. <gasps> How did you know it was me? Because Thank you, you for confirming. Because you just told me. <laughs> you stupid idiot. <laughs> I uh, didn't. You just told me. Yeah. So He's they not get the sharpest tool of the shed. Oh, no. Not by a long shot. They get back to her apartment, and she's got a whole, like, magical girl anime set up the same way he's got tokusatsu stuff. And, uh, she promptly, forcefully, establishes a team-up. I just, like, my favorite part of Bob. My favorite part of watching this is Lane, like, he sees, like, these rooms that they have, like, with all these, like, toki toys. He goes, man, I want to be in a room like that. I'm like, Lane... You are in a room like that. Right now, look at any direction in this room and there's no, figures. But you're just you're just like, yeah, but they're not behind glass. And I go, uh, excuse me, you have a white glass display case in your room. I've seen it. You just want to be in the one next to you. Know what, over there on that you know side. what? The tokusatsu toy room is yeah. always greener on the other side. <laughs> the screen is always greener. No, yeah. but I just like I liked how he displayed everything because it was like display your shit like that. He made you know you know what he made. Follow your dreams, Lane. Yeah, it was a walk-in closet that he customized into a fucking like toku shrine. It was fucking. Well, it's about the same size as your room. Do it up. You can yeah. follow your dreams. Yeah. Don't let your memes be dreams. Yeah. Mm. Um, so she promptly says, yeah, you're now my sidekick, you tank, and I'll DPS. Basically. <laughs> That's my term for DPS, by the way. You get beaten up, and I'll come in and, uh, mace them in the nuts. <laughs> That's basically what they do for the back half of the episode. <laughs> she, like, and the reason she gives him so much shit is, like, you debuted and stole my thunder. If I hadn't failed my driving test seven times, I'd be out there already patrolling the streets. That was fucking funny. <laughs> I can't believe her justification is failing her own driving test. That's not an excuse. Fomento's out there on a fucking bicycle. 
<laughs> so I feel like he kind of got the raw deal. 7-2. Just wait a few episodes. Yeah. For the love of God, mm-hmm. just hold on. I'm sure I'll be forced to watch more. Oh, man. Um, so one shot that sort of came out of absolute nowhere was when Mari gets back to her group, uh, her, her, her band. She's like, oh, where have you been the last week? We need to record new songs. Yeah, here's 70 new ones right here. Also, and then she promptly smooches the other girl. Yeah, and it was like there was like a little bit of a little bit of a sound made. It was it was it was cute. I it liked was, it. It was adorable. So yeah, more on that in future episodes. Yep, I, I do like uh, uh, attractive uh, Japanese women. Uh, uh, seven to two. I know what you're talking about now, but trust me, if you're only on episode eleven, you don't know the fucking half of it just <laughs> yet. Just just continue a few episodes. So, so Mari had met Goto in the alley the night prior, but then she ends up hanging out with Masayoshi and meets Goto when he's in his cop uniform. She has a she has a uniform fetish and promptly runs away screaming. <laughs> that, yeah, if it wasn't obvious from this episode, it, she has a uniform fetish. Yes, so that'll be a thing in episodes to come. Yeah, it'll very much be a thing in episodes to come. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're we're getting to the meat and potatoes of this show now. Not yet. Oh. We are we are upon the precipice of what yeah. the show can really be about. Seven two. When was it not right? That that's actually true. And I'm talking about you know consent consensual adult age beautiful Japanese women. Yeah. All right. So that's pretty much it for flamenco. This is. I feel like while things stakes are kind of low from what we've seen so far. This it this shows about the slow burn and the and the just like sudden. I have my expectations set to. Eh. God damn it, armor hide! We've talked about this. What is that? Billy cheesesteak cheesecake. No, no, thank you. I don't like any part of what I'm seeing. Armor hide. We already talked about this. I'm. You had. You had my attention, but now you have my curiosity. <laughs> okay, I would try that. Blaze, shut your cheesecake not eating mouth. God. Cheesecake is love. Cheesecake is like Japanese idol lesbians. Yeah. I was going to say, isn't cheesecake the female version of beefcake? Yeah. So that. The lemon cake is also good. All right. So I'm looking forward to revisiting more flamenco. Raven and I have already watched the whole show. So yeah, absolutely. So we know kind of what's Back the story. Back when it came out. And oh boy, was that a ride. Yes. Um, so yeah, excellent. And yep. that is pretty much the show. Woo! Wow, we actually went pretty well because we had very little to say about Kirameetra's episode. Well, Saber's yeah. new. There's a lot to fucking take in, so. Yes, yeah. I'm excited for Saber. I look forward to much more. I'm um, looking forward to seeing Blades Volume 2 in this coming for episode. For Saber, I've set my expectation to. Huh. <laughs> That's good. You just gauge it by sound. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um,. Anyone else have any, any closing thoughts before we wrap up? Um, I'm, I'm excited to see where Saber's going to go. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm still waiting for that moment that just makes the show stand out to me as either great or horrible. Okay. But I, so far, I'm just kind of like mad with it. Okay. I am uh, this time next week for the show. I will have a tattoo of one of my favorite waifus. Cool. That itchy told me under no circumstances should I get this tattoo. 
The joke is that's not true. Uh, I'm gonna get. Oh, actually, you know what? Can anyone guess what video game waifu I'm getting tattooed on my arm on Thursday? <laughs> Whoever guesses it gets to be first to see it. Oh, okay. In the meantime, thank you all for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, doing all that shit. Help us defeat the evil algorithm. Yep. Yeah, and don't forget, uh, you know, uh, Raid Shadow Legends. Uh, sign up now, and uh, you might have fun uh, at some point. You might have fun. <laughs> fun, not guaranteed. Yeah, or 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 maybe maybe check out NordVPN. Audible stands for. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and check and check out my check out Red Pop streams Tuesday and Saturday nights yeah. at nine thirty and on Fox Sundays and Monday nights on our Twitch channel. I have I actually want to bounce an idea off you fellows uh-huh. of a video series I may make. You know how there's a lot of really nice like light box um, things where people review high end toys like rider belts and uh-huh. figures. What if somebody went to a dollar store? And bought shitty knockoff toys <laughs> and reviewed them as if they were top end. Like, like the joke is, is like they are like it's like oh, I see that they've only painted the front half of this figure. That was an interesting artistic choice. I love it. Would that be funny? Would that be something that you might be? Into? I mean, people seem to like all our other toy review type videos, so I feel like that would. Yeah. Well, I think the whole joke is that I'm reviewing these really shitty toys. Yeah, no, I like it. Um, but I'm not like I'm making jokes, but they're really pretending like I'm literally. We call you the savage critic. Yeah, I also, uh, I also want to like you know like do some like throw throw ups to like other reviewers, like you know here I am the freaking guy himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, I might give that a try. And also, really, it's the cheapest fucking toy review show that I could possibly right? put on because like. Like, I was literally at a dollar store and I'm looking at this shit. It's like, I could buy everything they fucking have here for $5. Yeah, I like it. Because nobody charges. These are bottom dollar fucking figures. Bet your bottom dollar. Yeah. All right. So, uh, in going forward, as usual, our the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook page where I post thumbnails, our Twitter account, um, our Discord server where we chat with all these cool, fun people in our chat. And yeah. you can join in on the show. Yeah. yeah. Join, join in the chat. Be part of the show live when we record Friday nights. Send this is memes. such an interactive show. Yeah. Like, look at all these people interacting with us. Be one of these cool cast fans. You're cool like che- frozen cheesecake, please. <laughs> uh, and, of course, we have merchandise, including masks. And uh are we? Pay- yeah, there's masks. When do we have merch? We've had merch for years. There's masks? As of recently, yeah. Like what kind of masks? Like with the emblems on it. Like we Oh like like yeah, I mean an invasion. Invasion like that one. Yeah, we we go- my greatcaster. Yes. Yeah, we go through uh Where do they where do we get these? You'll yeah. have to go to the website yeah. and click on the merchandise button. You yeah, we go like, like secret like boxes in the back? No. No. It's we go through T Public, they basically take whatever design we have and throw it on whatever the fuck and sell it. And anytime and we get money for it. Yeah, whenever they so, sell a thing, I make three dollars. Yeah. Oh, shit. So long story <laughs> short, you and recently because of the invasion they added masks to their list of shit they sell yeah. so I bought now the you can get one. all of our logos and designs and shit and get it on a mask yeah. and, if, and, if, and if anyone has any yeah. suggestions for other pieces of art we can put up and into merchandise form feel free to drop us some suggestions we, we, we can even throw some fucking um, masked rider girls on there maybe because if I don't put the names I own those characters 
valid. <laughs> if I cut the names out, it's not <laughs> copyrighted. It's not illegal. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, until then, we will see you next week. <gasps> Jikai! Radio Sentai Cast Ninja! Our feature topic for next week will be another Super Sentai Tribute episode, and it will be episodes one and two of Seiju Sentai Ginga Man! Doesn't it say Project Bowser there? Yeah, you're way ahead. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong month. Yeah. Yeah, you are looking at the wrong month. And that month. is most certainly Project Bowser. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Project Bowser Part 1. I'm, yeah. Project. Oh my god, October 2nd! I won't say that loud. No, I have the wrong week! Get the fuck out of here! Get back in the car! Back in the box! No. I read the wrong week! Thank you, Gar. Fuck, I hate that guy, the yellow guy. Yes. I think she knows so much about Sentai. I watched a lot of Sentai, I know Sentai. Yep. So, next week. Bowser. By the way, five words cross. Something that was in my newsfeed, but I didn't include an extra, was a story about Masahiro Inoue, aka Commodore Decade, and his his day out to the Common Rider store. And he commented that he didn't like Thouser because he looks like the end. Because he, he reminds him of the end. Because like, he's an asshole. <laughs> I don't even know if he's watched the show. He just judged based on what was on the box. Sure. All right. All right. Oh yeah, and he called O's Tatova Chan. <laughs> alright so until next week thank you all for watching listening again and don't forget to use our skip the dishes code Yeah, and we'll see you next week Woo!